All right, all right, all right. You're listening to the We're Talking Football podcast. I'm Weston. With me, as always, the right man, Han Lou. Lou is advertising for us this evening his beautiful, brand new basement equipped with, and I hope I don't misrepresent the size of your television. Most, men, oh, I was gonna say, most men normally uh, misrepresent the size. <laughs> we had a fun television there, but yeah. Lou, we're back at it. It's been a little while. I'm glad to know that you're on the men. For those um, that have been listening, Lou has been powering through some some illness over the last few weeks. I myself have been a little bit uh, a little sick. I'm sure our listeners have been sick. It's just kind of that time of the year, a little weird. Lou, I'm gonna just say this right now before we get into the the football speak because I agree with like your sentiment. We should have been recording what we were talking about before we started recording conspiracy theories aliens the pyramids bigfoot all the good stuff man um but nonetheless we're talking football podcast focuses on what the title would suggest we're talking about football the nfl specifically this evening's show and renditions going a little bit more about hey we are now entering the 2023 off season officially so it's going to be more of a if i had to coin it a hot topic type show, right? Like what are the hot topics before we get into the obvious, the, the combine, the draft OTAs and all that stuff. Um, We'll unveil a little bit around what those hot topics are, but Lou, it's a pleasure. You are joining us from your basement, not your attic. Is that there? No, upstairs. Yeah. I, I can, you know, listen, Wes, I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. Like, you know, I had to sp- spread my wings out here and I, I thought, you know, our basement's finally done. So I'm, I'm glad to be, you know, you know, down here doing it. And yeah, you're right. Maybe we'll branch off into different podcasts there, Wes, and we'll call it like high chats or some type of, you know, you know, Dude. type of shit. Cause it was, we went deep. We, we went did. down the rabbit hole. We were supposed to start 50 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. And we came to the, we came to the realization that there are aliens. Yeah. Uh, the pyramids were not made by humans. And also, um, Bigfoot's, Bigfoot's real. Bigfoot's the real deal. He's yeah. him. Yeah. He's Just him. reference. So, it, yeah, it, so. Sasquatch is him for sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Lou, before we jump in, since it's been a little while for some listeners, can you do me a quick favor and just remind everybody where they can find this? Um, and we'll keep you abreast of any changes if we do do a secondary <laughs> podcast related to these topics. Exactly. Uh, for the time being, you can find us all on uh, Instagram and Twitter at WTF Pod NFL. That's WTF Pod NFL. And Weston, as always, share the beautiful uh, YouTube page. We're talking football, very simple, very easy. I've been teasing this thing around TikTok, but since we've taken a little bit of an abbreviated break, we'll get some clips, we'll throw them on TikTok, and then hopefully by the next recording, spoiler alert, we won't be recording next week. Uh, I unfortunately have business getting in the way of pleasure. Um, It is what it is. Uh, I, I digress, Baloo, this evening. As we start to dive into some of the, the the hotter topics around the 2023 offseason, this is essentially is this our we're we're embarking into our third NFL season doing this at the We're Talking Football podcast. Mm-hmm. So at this point, for the third consecutive year, we're talking about this concept of the quarterback carousel. Yes. Right. Um, there are some quarterback needy teams. There are some 
recognizable quarterback names that are on the market just via free agency. We're not even talking about draft and trades and anything along those lines. So I'd love to to spend a few minutes here. I could argue that there are like legit 20 out of 32 NFL teams that are quarterback needy, Uh, but there are some obvious names out there. Raiders, Jets, Saints, I'd even throw in Texans, Colts, Panthers, right? Yeah. <laughs> like these are some other teams out there. Uh, but there's some names. So we going, can we can we throw in the Niners there? Too? Okay. too soon, too soon. Not too soon. Not too soon. <laughs> uh, now listen, we're gonna be talking about I mentioned talking I might about... throw you a curveball a little bit later. You're getting out uh, ahead of me. Uh, uh, if, if, if it has to do with if it has to do with Tom Brady and the Niners, I'm no. I'm, I'm walking off. No. <laughs> For the first time in 23 years, I can walk into a football season confidently saying we don't have to reference Tom Brady. <laughs> right? 23 years? 24? 23 years. Mm-hmm. We'll 24 see. years. It's been a long time since that that yeah. video of his 40-yard dash. <laughs> and this guy becomes the GOAT. Right? Like, what, yeah. what does anybody know about anything when that mm-hmm. guy becomes the goat i wish i had like our tech guy here who could just throw that video up real quick so people know what we're we're referencing by the way who's different than our stack guy (laughs) yeah i mean we got a full staff here at the we're talking football podcast don't they just never they just never show up yeah i mean they're they're a lazy it's like a restaurant staff right like sometimes (laughs) they call out sometimes they show up they show up on days we're not recording expecting to get paid you know how it goes lou of those teams Right or the ones that come top of mind in the QB carousel, like who jumps out at you is the is twofold: a the most quarterback needy, but b in the best position to lure one of the more attractive quarterbacks to their team. That's a good question. I'm gonna you know stay here on the East Coast and with the low hanging fruit. I'm gonna say the Jets. Um, you can you know the Jets were in the thick of things in the playoff race last year. You know, had a you know had, had a tough defense, good running attack, playmakers, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, two good running backs in Brees Hall and, and you know Carter. The only thing they were really missing was competent quarterback play, and Zach Wilson, as of right now as a period, it doesn't look like he's the man, right? But I think you know they can really they really need to pivot. And get a you know a veteran quarterback you know in you know in their locker room to to make a, a substantial push because frankly I think Salah and Joe Douglas's jobs are pseudo on the line here. I know they've showed progress over the last couple of years, but I don't think it's the amount of progress they were hoping for. So I think they really need to you know kickstart you know you know something. I'm not sure if just making the playoffs and being one and done would be sufficient uh, for you know for this year coming up. So I'm going to say the Jets are the most quarterback needy and the one of the more attractive ones too, because frankly, uh, they have a, a, a pretty balanced, you know, roster out there, uh, you know, in uh, New York. So I'm going to say the Jets. What about you? I, I can't disagree with that. Um, I, I, I think the Jets as well. Um, I would put the Saints as like 1B. Um, the Jets as 1A. The thing with the Jets, though, and because I agree with you on the the Joe Douglas, Robert Sala um, philosophy of like, hey, they might be a little bit closer to the end than their contracts would suggest. But what's funny to me is like while they're progressing, 
the regression is related to the quarterback and what mm-hmm. quarterback did they draft, right? And they drafted mm-hmm. with high capital. And that could be what's holding them back. I won't signify who's in the division and how those teams are accelerating and yada, 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 yada. But but the, I think the thing that might, if I had to shift and say Saints 1A, Jets 1B, the one thing for me is, you know, people like love like, hey, you get to play for New York in that that media and in that I, market. I, that can, I think that's that a detriment be, sometimes yeah, to some that's of these a, people. You know, exactly. That's a deterrent. Um, the media, like, let's say if we're talking, you know, if we're talking about Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers or whoever, you know, coming out here to New Jersey, right? The media out in Las Vegas and Green Bay, completely different than the media out here in New York. They get on you, and if you think. You know, we're bullshit. And here, if you are a Yankee fan and you listen to some of the acquisitions they had last year uh, that came over to the New York Yankees, what they were saying, like, I can't believe, you know, we were fir- you know, first in our division and our team and our fans were booing us because we were yep. in like a rough spot. Yeah, we, we don't fuck around out here in New York, New Jersey, right? It, 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 it's what have you done for me lately? And that could be as short as a quarter, you know, not even like a game or stretch of games or what have you. So it's complete, you know, Green Bay, it's the all shucks, you know, that, you know, he tried really hard out there in Las Vegas. And after the game, they're just going to, you know, do their thing and not remember, you know, remember the night and even put it all on red or black and move on, you know? Exactly. But out here in New York, New Jersey, there is a, a unhealthy obsession with their, with their football teams. Not just their football teams, but the quarterback is the sacrificial lamb. It, it's just like what you are. I mean, yeah. and, and we have countless examples of this right like just ask zach wilson how he feels about playing in new york right now given his like performance like his leash probably looks a lot longer if he's playing in jacksonville or indianapolis right or or green bay or las vegas right but no you play in new york man there's an expectation on immediate results here's the problem for me with the new york jets dude they're gonna fuck this up some way or somehow they're gonna fuck this up how? Who what do you, you think they're targeting? Who? Who are you targeting, and who do you think they're targeting? All right. Um, my answer is okay. So, who I think they should get? I really think it's they should they should go all out for Aaron Rodgers, reunite him with his buddy Nathaniel Hackett, uh, and repeat history. You know, an old Green Bay quarterback coming out here in New York, New Jersey, uh, and I think this does a couple of things. First and foremost, it provides uh, Zach Wilson some time to regroup, gets him out of the spotlight. If they still believe him, maybe uh, develop him a little more, right? So he can sit for another year or so and basically see if he can develop into you know a, a more stable quarterback. So it provides that uh, it provides that aspect in the you know as well. Uh, in addition, like I said, it, it probably helps with. Joe Douglas, they have to swing for the fences here because, like I said, their jobs are on the line. And I don't think, like I said, going to the playoffs is enough. They really need to show uh, a greater um, progression, and they have to make a deep run and be a serious contender. I know that there's been talks about, like, Derek Carr and what have you. I think that's their plan B, right? Because, yeah, I know Derek Carr, I get it. Derek Carr is better than what they had now. So people, all in Jeff fans – automatically think that like it propels them into a serious contender. No, it doesn't. Derek Carr is 
I'm going to choose my words wisely here. And he's an average quarterback. I mean, he's awful in cold weather games. Is he top 16 in the league? Is he above the 50% threshold? Uh, he, he's probably close to that, that 13 to 16 threshold, if I had to guess, without even like looking anyone up. But he's awful in cold weather games. He crumbles under pressure. And I don't care what stats you show me, the guy has, has 80 fumbles in his whole career, right? Anytime anyone gets close to him, he, he gets gun shy, he falls down. I'm telling you, this is – this is not that this is their plan B. It will be better than what they have right now, but it's not going to be enough, I think, to save Joe Douglas and Robert Sallow's uh, career with the New York Jets. So that's why I think they need to go for Aaron Rodgers. And actually, that's what I think they go for. Bringing in Hackett, you know, bringing yeah. in Hackett was definitely a precursor. And I know they, they're doing the dil- due diligence with Derek Carr. I just don't see. I just yeah. think they have to go for the home run here. So I agree, right? I think if I look at who's there, obviously Aaron Rodgers makes the most sense. Aaron Rodgers ain't coming to New York, bro. He just Dude. ain't. Dude, my man, what did he just finish? What, what was the name of his retreat? A dark retreat or whatever it is? Crucified in New York. Nobody in New York knows what a retreat is. Like, be at work, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like work starts at this time. We don't care about your peace of mind and your hippie philosophy. They don't care. And I think we've seen this before. We've seen Brett Farr come here. We've seen Brett Farr fail miserably and send pictures of his Johnson to physical trainers, etc., and get him run out of town. And then, oh, by the way, he goes to Minnesota and plays in the NFC Championship game the year later, right? I don't think... I honestly just don't think we we see that. I think logically, chips all in. Here's the difference. Hold Rogers on, I got, I got, I got requires collateral. Okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Rogers requires collateral. Some of these other guys are on the market. Can you just pay him a contract? And the cap says, hey, you can pay him a contract. As a young team who still has, I agree, they're a talented team, right? And they have a lot of good youth. Um, I think they can free some things up. We talked about like potent, like who they might be in the market for last year, right? And, and I think there's some names that are are still there again this year that they could be um, potentially in the market for. I'm just saying there's nothing about this scenario that in any capacity signifies to me, no matter how serious they might be, that Aaron Rodgers is playing in New York. But I agree. If I'm Sala and I'm Douglas. I'm doing my due diligence on everybody with the confidence of like Aaron's not coming, but um, I'm I'm playing the hope that I that Aaron they like you said Nathaniel Hackett here right, but we saw that fail right in Denver right. That was Denver's whole purpose yeah. of trying to lure him in, and they ended up with like one D in return versus one B based on you know Wilson's performance last year. I just I I let me take a step back. Totally agree with your sentiment. All of these teams that are quarterback starved should be scratching and sniffing the surface on Aaron Rodgers. He's the cream of the crop in some capacity here. I just don't think there's any okay any way, shape, or form he comes to New York. No okay, so, so a couple of things. Um, I've always said, how many times on this show, you probably can keep a tally right now, history repeats itself. So you're, you don't think Aaron Rodgers will make the same mistake Brett Favre has 
you know, in his career. Aaron Rodgers has already made these same mistakes as as Brett Favre has. The flirting with, you know, retirement, not coming back, uh, not being supportive of a young rookie quarterback, you know, uh, you know, on the team. So I don't think I think that he this is his destiny. This is his faith, you know, to to come to the Jets. Right. And it's interesting that you brought compensation. How how, how pricey do you think that is? Because let me tell you why I'm asking you this question. I want you to keep in mind. Packers are in cap hell if far if uh, Aaron Rodgers stays. Right. In addition, there's an uncertainty. How many years will Roger play? And Rogers play will be one year, two year. So what's the what is the you know this pricey compensation you think Aaron Rodgers will fetch? A second round pick, maybe a second and a fourth, or that could be a second and a third. Just it's, saying, just it just saying. At, it starts with a first rounder. It starts with a first rounder. I think the Packers are hanging up phones. Yeah, saying, but I think the hey, Packers are serious about they trying wanna, to keep this guy. They're over his 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 dramatics too, man. I th- I think they really do are motivated I, I, to move him. I think I think they were even at the start of last year. So yeah, the, so let's, let me tell you, if you're if you're the Packers, would you take a second and a third? I would if I was the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. But so I'm you not. start. Yeah, yeah, you start. You you start at first, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe you take a second this year and a third the following year. No, I need. Or maybe. Or maybe. I need them all maybe, this year. Or maybe two twos. I need them all right. this year. I need all the picks this year. Right. Well, and you're, also, you're also get, you're also getting cap relief though. Here here's the conundrum. If I'm any of these teams. And I am trading anything for Aaron Rodgers. I need a guarantee of two years. Well, that, the Jets yeah, aren't good enough. Yeah, you can't do that. That's, that's say, I'm going to win. Like, okay, you make a move for Aaron Rodgers. Why are you doing it? It's to win right now. It's not to just sustain. They're not good enough to win right now. At the level that we are talking about winning, you just mentioned one playoff game doesn't cut it, right? Like, I need I need a two year commitment, or I'm giving nothing, or or Only my Roger- offer is a fourth round pick. That's my offer, but that has nothing to do with the team in itself. It has to do with Rodgers. Uh, so I mean, that's yeah, a, but that's, that's what, but what I'm saying is I'm scratch I am I'm scratching and sniffing around this for sure. So if you're the Packers, and if he's how- remotely interested. I am asking the question, how many more years do you want to play in the league? Mm. And if his answer is at least one, I don't know about the second, I'm out. I'm just out. Like, I'm just I, out of the conversation. Yeah, no, I, I do agree with that. But here's another thing we're talking about that compensation. At least, you know, you need both picks this year. You know, Rodgers is coming off a really subpar year. And yep. you can blame it. Maybe it was on, like, you know, that injured thumb or what have you. But it's not like he's coming off his MVP year. So that, and now you have to start thinking is the age uh, regression. So I don't know if it's going to be as pricey as you think. I'm thinking a second, two second uh, picks. So so I should backtrack. Maybe I'm not as worried about the price because the price is something, right? Like it's more than just signing a contract, but I want you to think about this logically. If I'm the New York Jets and I say, Aaron, I want you to come here. And Aaron says, I want to come there but I can't guarantee anything beyond 2023. Okay. So maybe that makes our team good enough to make the playoffs. And if we make the playoffs and then even lose, now I'm picking 
let's just call it 21 or later in the next next draft, how does that benefit me? Like it doesn't benefit. Now you put me another year away from at, at the very least from finding a quarterback. If you're talking you know about I mean? be, if you're talking about benefit, it benefits Joe Douglas and Robert Sala by yeah, 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 course, picking the can yeah. of uh, yeah. So, yeah. Like what, you keep your job it? for another year, you make exactly. another three or four million a, dollars. Hey, less the sea gets a little hot, man. I mean, you do some totally. crazy stuff. Yeah. We've we've seen it. All right, so real quick, who do the Jets end up with? I think it's Rodgers. I do. I don't think so at all. All right. So who do you think they end up with? Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh God. Oh my God. I think MetLife Stadium would burn to the ground. I totally disagree with you and Jimmy I Garoppolo. Don't. By the way, I don't. Because I have some, I have him going somewhere else. But okay, we'll talk about it. Okay. All right. What team do you want to talk about next on this this carousel ride? Uh, let's let's go to the Raiders. I think they're okay. another interesting team. You know, we're we're talking about Derek Carr so much, the team he left. What are they trying to do, right? Like, who who are they throwing out there under center? And uh, let's you know, I went I let off you know first with the Jets. Want to hear your opinion? You know, what you think? You know, who you think they should get? What do you think they should do? And then what you think they actually will do? I think the Raiders are in a shitty spot. To be candid with you, um, I personally think moving on from Derek Carr's mistake, um, at least in terms of relevancy. Um, I don't know if they have. Uh, yes, I know they have Devontae Adams. They too are going to make the push for Aaron Rodgers, right? Of like, and that's where my push would be reunite you with Devontae. Hey, we're not as crazy as like the New York media or the LA media or the, or the Dallas media, you know, like you can kind of almost continue your life. Shit. We'll, we'll celebrate your retreats and weird things that you do. Cause this is Las Vegas, bro. Like nothing mm-hmm. gets stranger here. So I do think they are going to be chips all in for Aaron Rodgers. Um, if, if you're the Raiders, do you think they should do that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I do. I, I just think like we, dude, we know what Aaron and Devonte are capable of. We've seen it for an extended period of time. Now I almost imagine what that looks like indoors. You know what I mean? For eight, maybe nine games a season. Not having to worry about like the Lambo frigid cold that maybe sometimes played into their advantage, but game's a little bit easier when it's indoors, man. You're playing at controlled temperatures. Okay. Um, at that's that you know, Devontae's not fast, but he's much faster on turf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I could tell you that much. Um, I think if you if you are the Las Vegas Raiders and you are making a play or that is not draft related to go get a quarterback to make you compete right now. The chips need to be moved in for number 12. That's okay. the way it is. And number 12, not Jared Stidham. Number 12, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Um, I'm going to completely disagree with you here on a lot of aspects. I think, remember last year where I said when we were covering the AFC West, you might not because, you know, it's been a while. I remember everything but, you said. Though. Okay. So I said, you know, there was an arms race in the AFC West. We talked mm-hmm. about the Chiefs of the Chiefs, and then the Broncos went ahead and messed around, got Russell Wilson. We're like, oh, God, that's crazy. Then the Chargers got, you know, Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson. I'm like, I think the Raiders should kind of punt here. You know, how are they going to keep up, 
you know, with, you know, these three teams. And I think they should start a, a pseudo rebuild. And then I literally think about two days later, they traded for Devontae Adams. So I was completely wrong. I, did, I was wrong on what they were going to do. But I still think in that mentality, that's what they should do right now. And I think there should be a rebuild here. And like, well, you know what? Listen, we're not going to, we need something sustainable here. We've been down like the mediocrity of a, of a veteran quarterback. We need something sustainable here. And I just think they, they go in a completely different direction and they look for a veteran quarterback to, you know, to put a bandaid on their roster this year. And they're in a decent position at the seventh overall pick in this NFL draft where they could actually stay where they are and pick a, a, a quarterback, maybe the kid out of Florida, right? <laughs> or, yeah. or they could trade up maybe and, and uh, get like, you know, uh, uh, either a Stroud or even a Young or what have you, right? And use this veteran quarterback as a bridge to this rookie. Now, as I'm saying this, Weston, right, who does this sound like to you? Who is the 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 perhaps the best bridge quarterback that has history with a certain Josh McDaniels out in New England? Yeah. The legend, Jimmy James Richard Garoppolo. <laughs> I think wouldn't have to move really too far if he does have to move at all. Vegas, Jimmy Garopp, Jimmy Garoppa looks Date like a Vegas strippers, Like, this dude, is right up his alley, dude. This is what I think they do. I think they get a veteran quarterback to help bridge this year as they sit their young signal call. I think they try to reboot at the quarterback position because if they're not trying to if they're not trying to reboot at the quarterback position, why don't they just stick with Derek Carr? Like, I just I just don't think I just don't think they are looking for the same old, same old another like aging veteran. Um, with that regime. That's just my opinion. And I think that's what they should do now. So once again, it's a cop-out. I think that's what they will do too. I I think it's what they will do. Um, I'm not saying Jimmy. I'm saying I think it's what they will do. But we talked about what we would do, right, versus what they would do. And I'm of the school of thought of like, you only get so many of these NFL seasons. It's your job to figure out a way to win, right? Like that's why want... Jimmy G makes sense though. Cause he does win. He does win football games. I don't know if he's winning with this roster. Um, I think you some need somebody out who there. they got some players, but I, I think you need somebody who elevates some of those players around. I don't know if Jimmy elevates, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's par for the course, essentially. Honestly, what I think really happens is they, they punt, they punt hard, and they they see if somebody falls to them at seven, or if they like somebody at seven. Whether it's Richardson out of Florida, you know, the Stroud slide, does Bryce Young slide as we start to get Kentucky. into pro days and things of that nature? Like the kid from Kentucky, yeah, we'll we'll talk about rookie quarterbacks on a on another show. I'm not enamored yeah. by really any of them to be honest with you um but i think that's what you i i think that's what they do i think they say all right which is weird to me because you just spent all this money to go get a premier wide receiver in the league like you need somebody to feed him the ball otherwise you're just Devontae adams gets another year older and listen he's fine with it right like you know he's not worried about his production with the money he's making like it is what it is you know but like 
another year older, Darren Waller, another year older. If you bring back Josh Jacobs, another year older at the running back position. Like, so to me, it's like this team is still, dude, I picked this team to fucking be in the playoffs in 2022. Like they're, they're, they had a good roster coming into the season. I don't know, man. I, I If it's me, I'm making the obvious play for Rodgers. I'm having Devontae make all the phone calls, doing all of that, like anything that I could. But I honestly think when all said and done, it, it's about the draft for them. It's And maybe Jared Stidham and, or maybe just a veteran, like a Taylor Heineke or something along those lines, like a veteran free agent. I don't think it's any of the top names in the quarterback free agent market. All right. All right. All right. Where do you want to go next, dude? I'm thinking New Orleans. Yeah, so we can go down. You know, it is Mardi Gras right now. It so. is Mardi Gras. Well yeah. timed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this at you, dude. Okay. If I'm New Orleans, I'm doing everything I possibly can to convince Lamar Jackson to come down to New Orleans. And with what money, bro? Doesn't matter. Figuring it out. Cut my entire fucking team. Like he's got enough years. Like. I, it's hard because like I don't know these guys sentiment right like I don't know what Lamar's about right now like does he want to go win a Super Bowl or or does he just want to be paid the way that he should be paid as a guy who's representing himself right and and doing those things but dude we've seen this story with Michael Vick before world-class athletes playing on turf regularly right like think about that division so you have eight home games minimum in the dome. Play the Falcons. Nine. That's one game in the dome. Playing Tampa Bay, really warm weather, regardless of what time of year it is. Playing Carolina. Let's say that game's on the road early in the season. Really warm weather. Like, dude like that versus versus like Lamar having to go play in Cincinnati. In, in Baltimore in the winter, in Pittsburgh, in Cleveland, right? Like these in November and December where it's really cold, right? And, and the elements are just different than what they would be there. I don't know, man. I just, you gotta, like, I'm just thinking, I, I'm, is it a reality? No, I'm just saying what I would do. I'm not saying this is how it ends up by any means because it's not going to end up this way. I am doing Everything in my power to say, come a little back closer to home, bro. Okay. And what do you think they will do? Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Taysom, Taysom Hill. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what they can do is what it really comes down to. You know what I mean? Like you mentioned, like, Cap Hell. Um, I think another piece for them that hurts is, like, a lot of unknowns around, like, is Alvin Kamara even going to play in 2023 based on videos that were just released about that thing? You know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. if Alvin Kamara's here, that's an attractive piece for a quarterback, right? Like Dude, a dual he ain't, he ain't, he's at least missing this year. And you, once he got NFL, the, man, he now, now, he, the only thing he would have been better if I, 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 I don't say this because I agree with this. I'm saying this because this is the NFL's what we the NFL is dictated for us. He'd probably be better off if it was domestic violence than what just, they just saw on the just, tape. just it can't be on video. It's just yeah, man, video. it's a it's a problem. But tell me, I'm yeah. not wrong about like 
Like if I'm Lamar, I'm thinking about those things. Like, eh. dude, I'm playing indoors and in warm weather all the time. I think you're close. And you're I'm clo- a difference maker. I think you're in the right division there. I'd want to go to Atlanta if I was Lamar. At least you have Pitts. At least you have Drake London. You got the the, the young running back Algier. Their offensive line was pretty good last year. It's also in, indoors. Uh, they have the cap space, I believe. Um, just saying, they're not an aging team. They're up and it's uh, they're up. They could possibly be an up and coming team. All right. But, so, what would you do if you're the Saints, and how does it end up? Okay, what I would do with the Saints, they're very limited, like you said, because of the money. So, in my head, instead of spending a lot of money on like a like you know an overpriced quarterback, I think this because this team's in cap hell. I think they should go for a high upside reclamation project. And I'm talking about none other than Baker Mayfield. For his time with the Rams, I actually thought Mayfield played well. They, they tried have, it with Jamius, right? Yeah, like they, yeah. He would have a decent offensive line in New Orleans, right? Emerging wide receiver in Chris Olave and a defense that can keep him in the games. And it's the NFC South. All, yeah. He would even, easily be the best quarterback in that division, right? Yeah. However, what I think they really will do, I think this is where Derek Derek Carr uh, he ends up. You can see it. You can see it. They're making. They're already making uh, cap moves and like restructuring contracts. They freed up like sixteen million dollars within the last two uh, two days. You they can just see did it with like, Ramcheck, right? Like Ramcheck yeah, freed can, him up can, ten million or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he was want to go back. You know, Derek Carr doesn't want to play in the cold with the Jets. He wants, to, like you said, wants to play in the South. He's a he's a warm weather type of guy. And guess what? He has a relationship with former Raider coach Dennis Allen, too, who is now the current Saints coach. You see how I'm connecting all these dots and these conspiracy theories and, and what have you? So Bigfoot's oh, real. Yeah, Bigfoot is real. So I think Derek Carr ends up in the bayou in, in New Orleans. Okay. What about – you mentioned Baker Mayfield. What about – do you want to do – Falcons, or do you want to do Panthers? Or do you want to do a player? Do you want to do a player? Do a player. Yeah, let's do a player. Let's switch it up. So we, you said where you think Rodgers goes. You said where you think Jimmy goes. You said where you think De- Derek Carr goes. Where do you think Lamar goes? Oh, that's a good one. See, if you're the Ravens, I don't understand why you're – you have to be really pissed at the Browns for, for doing this. Um, someone's going to give him that contract. Might as well be you. I don't know. Um, I would like to see him go to Atlanta. But o- overall, I think – I do think somehow, some way, the Ravens end, end up keeping Lamar. I think there's a, there's a last there's a last push. Um I just can't. I just. It's just hard. It's just hard to see where he goes and offer a fully guaranteed contract. And he's gonna hold out for it, dude. Make no mistake about it. I agree. So here's my little conundrum, man. Who's like? Think about. It. I think Atlanta can make sense, and yeah. because a year and a half ago, I think their GM said like. You know, after when they when they parted from Matt departed from Matt Ryan, he's like, I'm he's like, we gotta get our finances straight, right? And I think their GM came from the Saints. So you know how you know he had those you know, he has he has that little craziness to him. 
when it comes to like uh, you know guaranteed salary yep. and what have you. And when after they got rid, he's like, we gotta get our finances right, and then we're gonna go back all in. And their owner is also crazy too, like that. So if it's not the Ravens, I think Lamar Jackson ends up with the Falcons. I, I just look at it like if I'm the Ravens, like how do I let this talent lead? You know what I mean? Like he's he single handedly makes them he wins, relevant. He wins seventy percent of the games they he plays in with them. Yeah, and when and, and when and when they when he doesn't play, it's like thirty five percent they win. What's interesting to me is obviously Greg Roman resigned as offensive coordinator, right? So they're still have they? I yeah, don't think they have, they've. They have Munkin, uh, offensive coordinator for the Bulldogs. I actually think it's a, hot, a bigger upgrade than Roman. To be honest, with you. see, but here's what's different, man. Is so I know Greg Roman firsthand, right? Because he was. Let me let me let me take a step back. I don't know him firsthand. I've seen him firsthand in the sense of like he was the 49ers offensive coordinator during that run when Jim Harbaugh was the head coach, when Kaepernick was QB and that dual threat and a guy that predominantly relies on the run game and the quarterback's a big component of that run game. Which to me, like yeah, I know Lamar's been hurt and that's contributing to it. But the knock on Lamar has always been like, look, he can make every throw, but is it like really accurate? Does he have the guys to get it to, et cetera? So is Munchen going to come in and be, is how much are we going to see of Lamar's legs versus are you going to try to convert this guy to a drop back quarterback? And I don't know if that's the answer, right? Like, I don't know if dropping Lamar back 40 plus times a game is like what he. Just because you drop, maximize his skill set. Just because you're dropping him back forty times a game doesn't mean he's throwing the ball forty times a game. Just saying. No, but you get beyond a three step drop, it's a design pass play, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, he can scramble, he can make plays yeah. and broken things of the, of that nature. But like, don't tell me if you're Lamar Jackson when the play is called and you're like read option. Fuck yeah, I hope mm-hmm. that DN crashes because I'm going to the house. Yeah. versus like seven-step drop. Mm, I hope my tackle at least picks up one of these guys yeah. so I can get to the yeah, outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a different level of confidence. So what about you? Um, where, do you where do you think he goes? In, uh, I think he stays in Baltimore. I, th- I think he stays in Baltimore. It's Baltimore um, or Atlanta, I think. I just, I just, like, again, if I'm Baltimore, like, we always talk about, dude, What's, what's the most important position in all of sports, all of professional sports? It's the quarterback. You got a good one. It's a really tough pill to let that let uh-huh. that go, especially when you don't have, like, Tyler Huntley is not the answer. We saw it towards the end, you know? And I love Snoop Huntley, you know, but, like. Maybe he's a pro bowler, so. All right, what's the next topic here? All right, let's move on from the carousel, right? We'll talk more about it as we get, unless, you, unless there's another team you want to talk about. I mean, like I said, we can go through half of the teams, more than yeah. half the teams in the league, and say that they have quarterback concerns. Is there another team you want to address? I'll stay. I'm good. You're good? How about I just you? think the obvious, like the Texans, the Colts, like this is draft. Yeah, you know draft. what I mean? Like um, commanders might be uh, one to think about. Now, what about the Giants? Well, let's talk about the Giants. Giants got a little bit of conundrum on their hand. They I would say do. their two best offensive weapons in 2022 were their quarterback and their running back. What do the Giants do, Lou, about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, who are both due new contracts right now? 
This is easy. I think it's a layup. I don't think this should be as hard as the media is trying to make it. For Daniel Jones, you're tagging his ass. I, I'm sorry. I just need to see more and make sure his play wasn't completely fluky this year, right? Um, what I would do if I was the Giants, I would surround him with talent and see if he can be the guy because his play was really inconsistent from time to time this year. And because of those inconsistencies, I just have to see that was his play inconsistent because that's who he is as a player or was his play inconsistent because he didn't have the talent around him to be better, right? So for those reasons, well, you know, alone, I'm not giving him $38 million a year. I need to make, you know, for numerous years. Uh, so that's why I'm, t- I'm tagging his ass. And I just have to see that talent, if they can get some surrounded with some, some better talent, will elevate his game and he become more consistent before putting that wedding ring on. Now, um, for, you know, Saquon Barkley, I actually think the opposite. Usually I'm not a big fan of, uh, you know, signing, you know, big con- you know, running backs to big contracts. But I think both parties need to come to the table here and agree to terms. Uh, they need to resign them to a long-term deal. Anytime a running back leaves in free agency lately, I feel like it never works out for the running back, right? It, you know, we talk about Le'Veon Bell or whoever you want to talk about. Uh, it, it just always is better if they resign your Aaron Jones, uh, your Alvin Kamara. Like it just it's just a better situation if they just resign, you know, with the team. As for the Giants, I was just talking about adding, you know, uh, playmakers to the team. They can't afford to lose the playmakers. They need to add more talent, blue chip talent to that team. So um, they need to resign Bar- Barkley. And I think uh, that is something. Those are the two venues you would go down. You tag. You tag Daniel Jones and you resign Barkley. I mean, this is a rare moment on we're talking football right now where I'm actually in lockstep with you. Complete agreement down to the T in the sense of there's no way in hell I'm paying Daniel Jones anywhere near $40 million a year for an extended period of time. Not. But like, Last year looked pretty good, right? Playoff team and and a team that nobody saw that coming whatsoever with an opportunity to add some talent, you know, or some youth, at least to the draft in Brian Dable's eyes, right? Like, hey, like these another year that I get to go to the draft, I get to pick these players, etc. But I need to prove it year, prove that it wasn't a fluke. I agree with resigning. Normally with running backs, I'm like, bro, let them walk. Let them walk. It's that time, like, let them go. Running backs are a dime a dozen in the NFL, man. But I would sit there and I'd say to Saquon, we value you more than any other team in the NFL would. It's that simple. Every other team in the NFL is going to say, yeah, look at your production. Yeah, I get it. But you're five five years into the league now as a, as a running back. You're a dinosaur, you know. But what I think extends – Saquon, and this is my sales pitch to him, is, dude, you're not our entire running game. I run my quarterback, right? I'll, I'll, I'll wrinkle you out. You don't. I just need you to be explosive. I don't need you to be the straight up like bell cow. I'll pay you accordingly, but like a little bit of a home team discount here because even the home team discounts probably going to be more than you're valued on the, well, I shouldn't say that there's always a stupid fucking team out there. That'll do something ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But I think Saquon's 
best production is going to be in New York. It's not going to be anywhere else. I think you bring Daniel Jones back because you shot yourself in the fucking foot by going ahead and getting into the playoffs in a year when nobody picked you to win more than seven games and you should have been drafted in the top 10 of the NFL draft. Now you're dropping in, drafting in the 20s. So that quarterback that Dable might have been in search of is out of the question at this point in time. So, but I'm not, I'm not long term in on Daniel Jones. Um, maybe a high because they have the cap, dude. Right, like they have the cap. So maybe I pay a little bit more up front to Saquon, but not in a long term contract. Like, bro, here's your retirement money for two to three more years. You know what I mean? And I'm front loading that, and I'm making myself of. of able to get out of it should there be injuries lack of productivity um etc but when i think of where dable's success was with buffalo what's the one thing that he really did lack in buffalo a running game yeah and he kind of has that now right so it's like less dependency on the quarter i don't need you to be josh allen you know what i mean and like let me go find you I mean, bro, the end of the year, Richie James, 49ers legend, by the way, Richie James was their stud wide receiver, right? Like Slayton. Um, I don't even remember the cat's name. 18, number 18, whatever is his name. Holmes? Like, no. Um, dude, he was on the Bills like practice squad and they brought him over yeah, halfway yeah, through yeah. the year. Let's put it this way. All the dudes that were producing for them at the wide receiver position at the end of the year when they were making a playoff run, were not even in the starting lineup or on the team in the beginning of the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just, I, I have this conversation with my brother all the time. Who's as fanatical about his giants as I am about the 49ers. And I'm like, listen, dude, awesome season. Great to watch for sure. Right. Like you always want your, you know, you want to watch every weekend, like hoping that your team's getting to the promised land, but at the end yeah, of the but day, now you're like, fucked. <laughs> yeah, the year that should have been like, Hey, let's fucking mail it in and let's get some cap. You know what I mean? Let's take advantage of some of the draft capital. Like you fucked yourself. Like you fucked yeah. yourself. It's going to be harder to inject, yeah. you know, dude, you're drafting after 20. You and I talk about it all the time. Most teams have 12 to 15 first round prospects, right? Like uh, on their draft board, you're drafting in an area where you're like, I'm drafting around one but I'm drafting second and third round players. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Tough. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't believe we actually agree down to the franchise tag for Daniel. Franchise tag is 32 million, by the way, that's not you bad. give, you give him a contract. It's 35 plus. I think he wants 38, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I saw 45. Go. Fuck, yeah. Go, but go I mean, you asked, yourself. you asked for 45. You said I wouldn't pay Lamar 45 a year. All right. Yeah. I'm not paying Daniel Jones 45 a year. Yeah. There's one quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion, that's worth $45 million a year. And he just hoisted he just hoisted his second Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, all right. Lou, last couple of minutes here. I won't throw you the curveball because we're running longer than we wanted to. Too early to say who's on the trade block, right? Like that's an in-season term as we're hitting the trade deadline. But at this time of year, there's always people who are rumored to be like, who might get moved ahead of free agency or at free agency ahead of the draft. Um, And usually it's capital related, right? It's either free cap room and get something in return for those people. What's a trade that you would be most interested in seeing? All right. So I'm going to say a player and a team, and I'm going to break your heart, Weston, because the player is your favorite wide receiver in the league. My favorite player in the league. DeAndre Hopkins. 
And I think he goes a little further south. I would love for him, the Arizona Cardinals, to trade him to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. I know that. First of all, a couple of reasons. A, keep him out of the AFC because I'm tired of everyone coming to the fucking AFC. <laughs> so keep him out of the AFC. So that's another, that's the first reason why I would love to see him go to the Cowboys. And secondly, I'm not a Cowboys hater. And I know that's uh, – listen, I know a lot of people are. I have no dog in this fight. I don't mind the Cowboys at all. Um but I think Dallas made a mistake when they let Amari Cooper leave in free agency and they signed uh, Gallup, right? Michael Gallup. Um, so I just want to see Hopkins paired up with CD Lamb because I love CD Lamb's uh, game. I love Hopkins' game. And I just like to see that offense transition to something a little a little different than what they've been in the past, that, that, rush, that running game and play-action game. Uh, so I like to see it be more aerial tech. And that's something where Mike McCarthy does, you know, specialize in, doesn't like to run the, you know, with his days in Green Bay, wasn't a big fan of running the ball. So why not provide him all these weapons, you know, so he can, you know, for Dak to throw the ball around the whole field, uh, especially they're going to probably lose Dalton Schultz. So they're going to need another playmaker outside of CD Lamb. So DeAndre Hopkins, love to see him go to the Dallas Cowboys. Because I hate when a wide receiver gets fucking traded to a team that doesn't have a decent quarterback, like DeAndre Hopkins to the fucking Chicago Bears, right? I don't want that because I don't want to see if, you know, the Hopkins flounder. He's had shit quarterback play his whole fucking life. I want to see him go somewhere that actually has a good quarterback to see them, to see him flourish. So I'm not looking for Hopkins to uh, elevate the play of a quarterback. I'm looking for the other way around. I don't know what yeah, to do you, here. I yeah, don't you know what to do me. here right now. No, I don't you hate you. I, I do hate you, but not for the reason that you think is most obvious at this point in time. I hate the fucking Dallas Cowboys, and I would never want to get, get better in any regard. Um, and I would hate that for DeAndre Hopkins because it would be a shame for you to get into the first round of the playoffs and get smacked by the 49ers again. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know DeAndre Hopkins. Like, listen, I'm a four. I am – as diehard a 49er say, fan as you come, and DeAndre Hopkins is my favorite player in the NFL. Why don't you say DeAndre Hopkins? Then your trade should be DeAndre Hopkins to the Detroit Lions, your second favorite team. <laughs> I know. Actually, so it would be to my third favorite team. I, too, <laughs> this is why I hate you, is my the one that I want to talk about was DeAndre Hopkins being traded. Love to see him out of division. I think he's going to waste in Arizona for another year. Like last year was a wash year. He was suspended for the first six games quarterback situation was a mess there it's going to be a mess again with murray coming off of the acl he ain't going to be ready for camp i have no idea what the defensive coordinator from the philadelphia eagles is going to do with this fucking offense right like there's no faith there whatsoever um i'd love to see deandre hopkins end up in new york with the new york giants that's the trade that i would love to see um we were just talking about how this team is void of weapons void of consistency at the wide receiver how do you make sure in your little experiment with Daniel Jones for another year that this guy's legit? Give him a guy who moves the chains, right? Yeah. That's what DeAndre Hopkins does better than any receiver in the NFL. He moves the chains. There's no such thing as a possession wide receiver. There are two possession wide receivers left in the NFL. Like, quote, unquote, do you remember that term, Lou? That's how void they are. That was a term when we were growing up. Who is a possession wide receiver? The two left that are in the NFL are DeAndre Hopkins and Keenan Allen. 
Those are guys that move the chain. You know, on third down, I'd, I'd lump Travis Kelsey into this, even though he's a tight end, but he has that same wire. You know, the ball's going to them, and you still can't stop it. Yeah, the majority of the time. I'd love to see DeAndre um, in New York, but so I'll digress for a hot second. I want you to chime in on this since we both said the same player. Let's have a secondary player here. I can, I can have one. Okay. I would love to see Jalen Ramsey moved out of LA. Motherfucker. That was my second one. Yeah. So here we go. Let's open the debate. What team were you going to send him to, Lou? San Francisco 49ers. No. Um, <laughs> being realistic, I would like to see him in um, Vic Fangio's defense um, with the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. I think that would be – I think um, they do have some pass rush up in the middle. Christian, Wilkin, uh, Christian Wilkins is fantastic, applies interior pressure. They trade for Bradley Chubb. Uh, they probably can walk away from Howard or Byron Jones, who are getting along in the tooth and pricey. So bring him in. They have good uh, safeties. I think that, that, would make them a, that would make them a scary defense, man. Yeah. Um, a, I just selfishly would love to see him out of my division. He's a good player, mm-hmm. even though, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about this going in 2023, how the 49ers just seemingly have the, the Rams number. Um, I don't think the Rams move on from him because I think they're feeling confident that, like, they're returning players, right? And that yeah. 2022 was not an accurate representation of what this team should be. They, they, they hit the injury bug pretty hard. And I also think – some players were kind of like, well, season's lost. I'm not coming back. Right. Like there's not necessarily like, I think Aaron Donald kind of just mm-hmm. was like, ah, eh, fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like towards the end of the season. Um, if I could just be straight up like conspiracy theorists, like we were talking about, I'd love to, you know, I'd love Jalen to be at another dog to the 49ers, right? Like just make that. Defense yeah. But that's never going to happen. Yeah, no, it's in division. The only reason why it would never happen is because it's in division. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I do think the Rams will listen to offers. I do think the oh, 49ers yeah. would be very interested, but they would also sit there and, and McVay, at the very least, forget general manager and above, would be like, nah, you yeah. guys, like, I'm not giving you another piece, right? That to say you beat it. But Miami was a team that I had him pegged to as well, and it's Vic Fangio. It's well, just, it, would, it would never happen, but I would really, because it just is not, it's just not possible. But Really like to see him go to the Chargers, and this is not just me being a homer. A, he's mine's a homer. This. Yours yeah. is logical. Mine's homer. I'm just being yeah. honest. Yeah, yours is definitely a homer because it's there's no way it's going to happen. But like, in division, it's in division. So for the Chargers, A, he's played in and succeeded with Staley in that in that scheme. B, he's partnered up with Derwin James in college, and they've always talked about playing with each other. You know, um, uh, you know throughout their NFL careers, and that's something they want to do beforehand. And Derwin just signed his long-term contract, so I don't see Derwin going anywhere. So would love to see. Maybe, you know, maybe they could. the Chargers can do if they get creative. Like, they trade Joey Bosa, you know, for Jalen Ramsey, right? And then uh, the, I'm just – I'm just, Did you just say trade Bosa for Ramsey? I'm just, I'm just saying if St- – Staley likes the back end. Hold on a second, though. I'm not saying this is what I would do. Okay. This is not I'm, what I'm, I'm going to ask you point blank right now. I'm, I'm, I will never be more direct than I'm going to be right now. If you could wave a wand 
Would you trade Joey Bosa for Jalen Ramsey? I'd be more open to you than you think. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'd be more open to it than you think. Wow. I would never, What's the ever, best ability? in What's a million best? years, trade What's... a top-edge player in the NFL it's one thing for a defensive Weston. back. What's the best ability? Availability. Is this Joey's first? This was his. This was the. This is an anomaly. He, this he's, last he, season, he, he's missed games for games. Con- I mean, they all miss games, bro. Concussions, games. concussions. He's been banged up a lot. He plays through a lot wow. of injuries. I'm floored right now, dude. Like I am, like legit flabbergasted, dumbfounded, speechless. Whatever term you want. I don't to think use. it's as crazy as possible. I'm not saying you're crazy. If this is the year, I just to didn't do think it, I would hear on. that from you. If this is the year to do it. If any time is this is year to do it, because all right, let's say you do a trade up like that, right? Bosa for at Ramsey straight up. This is a loaded draft class. You can easily get. A, if you still have Khalil Mack, you can draft a, a 22 where they draft uh, an edge rusher at 22. Think about that secondary. There's, there's depth at edge. Think about that second. You know. Yeah. Think about that secondary. Yeah, yeah but dude. JC Jackson comes back. Yeah. You got JC, Ramsey, Derwin, Asante Samuel. Yeah. That's how you that's how you stop and you know. My boy from Baylor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Hold on Hold a second me. though, dude. I, defensive backfield. None of these guys are Dion. You know what I'm saying? Or Daryl Green or okay. Revis, right? Like Hall of Fame players. Ah, wow, man. I'm in my opinion, the secondary is only as good as the pass rush, right? Because if you ain't rushing the quarterback, I don't care if you have Dion or them back there, like anything more than four seconds, like that wide receiver is open. So we've seen, why do you think Patrick Mahomes is fucking elite? Because he can extend a play to seven, eight seconds and find those people. Um, I'm floored Lou, but I'm like, I'm slightly impressed. You always find a way to impress me that like, this is just clarification that Lou is not the homer that everybody wants to think that he is because a true homer would never get rid of Joey Bosa ever. Ever. I'm, I'm not saying I would. You would I'd do be, it. I, I'd, I'd you be just said open. you would do it. I, I said I'd be more open to it than you would think. All right. Last question, Lou. This is a yes. complete curveball. You didn't see this coming. We'll revisit this subject 35 times, but I just want to start getting us on record right now. Who wins the Super Bowl in the, in February 2024 from the 2023 season? The Cincinnati Bengals. Fuck, me too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. We'll revisit it's the hard, subject. Listen, with the cheat, it's hard to get back there. Um, and I just think the it's good to see the Bengals go these deep runs. And, you know, I think this is the year they learn from it. I, I think so too. They're just so young and so deep and so scary. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. they don't, they're not losing talent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not like yet. Anyway, not yet. I, th- I think they know they're on the clock yeah. this year to go all in because they have to resign Burrow. They have to resign. Uh, and Burrow's getting 45 million plus a year when it's time. It's probably getting close to 50. Yeah. Which is uh, so they have to resign Burrow. They have to resign Jamar Chase. Don't know if they can resign Higgins. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's. I think this is the year to like 
all right, we got to kind of push all the chips in. It, it, it's funny, dude, because you mentioned DeAndre to Detroit. I almost talked about T. Higgins to Detroit. Um, sometimes you just want they, yeah. not now, but but sometimes you get sometimes you see teams just get ahead of it, right? Like just get ahead of it before yeah. it's the problem, um, and and see what you can do. All right, that wraps us up. Lou, under under an hour, okay. Under an hour, I'm going to prolong us to just right over an hour in the next three seconds of blabbing. But when we come back, because we won't be here next week, we'll get here the week following. So that puts us in the first full week of March. That puts us about a week and a half away from free agency actually beginning. This is probably going to begin our heavy lifting season where we start to digest and break down each of the teams and needs and cap casualties and all of that so we'll ask for your patience throughout it we do have the combine next week so the the nfl combines next week good news for me is i'll be back from california from my work trip when the actual on-field stuff happens um go forward so i'll be able to catch all that and we'll be locked in conference rooms and all that not so fun stuff so stay tuned it's it's so much more free agency or excuse me so much more offseason content coming um we'll begin with the the free agency we'll talk more about the combine as we get closer to draft and what we saw from that and prospects and and things of that nature you're going to hear a lot more from lou than i chargers actually have first second round picks 49ers don't pick till the compensatory picks in the third round so i have a ton to add like you forget players names by then lou that being said like i always do rely on you Wrap us up. Where can everybody find us? At WTF Pod NFL on Instagram and Twitter. And Weston, as always, him with YouTube. We're talking football. YouTube, we, W-E, apostrophe, R-E, talking football podcast on YouTube. Like, subscribe. We're still chasing that growth. Um, we're going to be really active um, in, in this offseason. So looking forward to it, especially with some of these shorter shows. But, Lou, always a pleasure. Basement looks great. Bigfoot is real. Aliens are real. That's the way we roll here at the We're Talking Football Podcast. Till next time, brother. All right.